recent years, we have witnessed robots, AI and machines replacing many jobs that used to be done by real people. The questions on everyone's mind are when will it stop? Will machines replace humans in everything? What job will be left? Will it be good for the survival of humanity? Too much questions to ask. I'm Priya Suchdeva and you are listening to Trending Diary, the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today I'm joined with Thomas C. Helfrich, founder of AI Nerd. So AI Nerd is a community-based platform to inspire the creation of authentic content focused on artificial intelligence. Thomas is an expert in intelligent automation with 20 plus years of global experience. So today we are going to discuss intelligent automation, how AI is shaping our future and try to figure out will it be a miracle or disaster for humanity. Tune in. First of all, I'm curious to know what is intelligent automation. Just consider me a 10-year-old kid and explain. I can do that for you since I have children about that age and they stare blankly into the sunset as I try to explain it to them. I will try my best with you. So uh, intelligent yeah. automation is uh, it's a combination of, uh, of technologies and maybe techniques to automate process in a business environment. And those technologies are, are leveraged to really accomplish the following, which is to take away the, the mundane, repetitive, objective-based tasks that go along with executing process in business. Some of the technologies involved in intelligent automation, and these, this is not an, an exhaustive list for sure, would be uh, robotic process automation, RPA, or intelligent document processing, which is uh, a combination of optical character recognition, OCR, or machine learning. And also mm-hmm. the, uh, the use of just general, like maybe some applications of AI and model, natural language processing, things like this. Mm-hmm. I hope you didn't fall asleep because usually my, my 10 year, 11 year old just asks for a piece of candy at the end of that. And then I just feel like I wasted time. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that gets you going down the right path at least. Yeah. Thank you. Please. You're welcome. <laughs> also how AI is playing a role in automation when you, you're speaking about making it intelligent, how AI You broke up there a little bit. Maybe would you repeat the question? We'll start it. So repeat the AI question, if you don't mind. You're, uh, you're digitizing out a bit. Okay. How AI is playing a role in automation? Yeah, absolutely. So, so AI is uh, specifically, specifically around intelligent automation. You know, I think it's the first to understand what AI is and understand that it's not this kind of all-knowing, all-seeing Skynet Terminator Type of application. It's usually very pointed. It's designed with using machine learning, but it itself is a AI is a, is a combination of technologies that, that form a system that allows the, 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 those combination of technologies to execute and then therefore learn without a ton or, or very little human interaction. So AI in a process-driven or intelligent automation environment, what it does is it allows the application to improve how it intelligently, intelligently automates by leveraging machine learning and some maybe human input 
in feedback to say, hey, that, that worked well, learn, learn, learn. In a case, let's say, of like intelligent document processing, it'll learn from looking at more invoices or more forms to say, these are like these. The user, the human at the other end said, yep, that's good. And then now it becomes more automated and more powerful to process more of the repetitive pieces of the, of the technology or the, the digital copies and digital inputs that it gets. Did you fall asleep? Because if you didn't, I'd be surprised. You may have fallen asleep. During that. I know. I no, 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 no. Wide awake. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm having. I'm grabbing the coffee right now. Coffee. So. I. You know what? I missed my opportunity. We'll have to continue without coffee. On my end. Yeah. Uh, also, what do you think, uh, Thomas? What is the scope of automation? Countries, the manpower is cheap. Because uh, India, China, and other some South Asian countries. That's a that's a fantastic question. So, intelligent automation in, in particular, it does it does in the same stroke. It it, it challenges or threatens that uh, low cost labor environment um, for one main reason, where a lot of the outsourcing and a lot of the uh, the processes that were outsourced to people in the business, in the BPO world, the business process outsourcing world are found in those locations, specifically India and maybe the, uh, in, in Asia, the, that was a low cost, your mess for less play. Uh, intelligent automation specifically allows for a lot of companies and speaking more from the U S perspective where the labor costs were higher, it allows them to repatriate or bring back those processes into their organizations, but leverage technology to execute and then remove the need for time differences, potential language barriers, oversight management, and all the costs that kind of go with a BPO, it really challenges that model quite a bit. At the same time, it creates an opportunity for uh, BPO or uh, India or other places where they're doing people as the outsource piece to take that technology because they already have the customers, leverage it, and rethink how they do their business model. One of the big challenges though, are some maybe political and, and maybe uh, geopolitical influences where that would really decimate parts of the economy for, let's specifically around India, let's say, because there's a lot of people that have uh, taken these jobs, they've built all these buildings and uh, you know apartments and homes that, to support that income level and all those. And if those people lost jobs because of automation, because it's been replaced, that does a big dent to the economy. So it's a bit tricky. But I think a short answer is it does directly challenge it. And if you have a, a savvy business leader, um, they, will make the, they will make quite a bit out of that. If, they, if you don't have organizations that adapt and evolve with this new type of technology and their business model itself, they will, uh, they will uh, no longer exist. Exactly. You know, I was about to ask this point when you, you know, explain me everything about the automation Due to automation, I believe many people have lost their jobs, as you said. Isn't it alarming that somehow it's affecting the life of many families and near future? It would have a biggest impact because many jobs would be extended because of AI and the automation for ex-drivers, low-wage workers, and similar. It's going to definitely challenge that, but I think what history has shown that as jobs have been lost because of an industry being removed, new ones have been created. So. I don't know if this is the right analogy, but you know, way back when everyone was just using horses to get around, then all of a sudden the auto came around. There was a lot less need for horse farmers and people doing things around horses. But a whole bunch of new jobs came up for building and servicing and doing things with cars. The same phenomenon maybe will happen here. It will likely happen here where there'll be a new type of job and those that can retrain and 
quite honestly, a lot of the ones that are in the business now that have been educated, they're going to retool and retrain and they're going to adapt. Some will not make it. Others will come up. Likely though, new jobs will form, new types of jobs, higher value jobs, more interesting for human types of jobs uh, will happen. There, uh, I am not one that believes that automation will take over the, the world and we'll, we'll, no, none of us will have anything to do. Truthfully, as long as a human is involved with anything, a human is going to be involved. No, no machines taking over everything. We'll just we'll create new types of jobs and, and hopefully higher value ones. Yes. And, and what do you think other than the BPO thing, the manufacturing industry, uh, can you name a few other industry where automation or intelligent, artificial intelligence may be useful? Oh, well, that's the beauty of it. It's actually cross kind of cross industry. There have been a number of industries that have taken the initiative to do it first, uh, like uh, banking, financial services, some manufacturing, supply chain, uh, even HR. There's a, there's a number of them that are out there, uh, but HR is more of a vertical, I'm sorry, a horizontal, but across the vertical industries like automotive or whatever else it would be, the same business functions exist in like, let's say HR or accounts payable or what have you. And it's applicable across all that. And that's really the power is that the technology applies in nearly every business environment. The nuances being that companies' processes are slightly different and you just adjust the technology to do that. And you can do that very, very quickly over, you know, days or weeks. It, and it doesn't take, you know, months or years to automate. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Also, as you said that, you know, automation is going to be the future. But, but if I consider, we consider Apple and other big companies that tend to manufacture, assemble their products in South Asian countries rather than their own countries. So why does it happen? If automation is the future, why these companies are not producing the products in their own? Yeah. So there's a difference between automation, which would be robotics in, in the sense of uh, a machine builds a device or builds a car. Mm -hmm. that, that automation is, is, is had an impact for sure. I mean, on factory workers and where they outsource the, the jobs to assemble things, you know, of, of that nature. Intelligent automation really focuses around uh, robotic process automation, which is a software automation. And these companies are leveraging software automation to do their operations and finance, accounting, HR, um, even on some customer pieces. So if you think a chatbot, that's a form of intelligent automation or, you know, automatic uh, systems that when you respond in or the, and it comes back with a logical answer based on your response, that, that's a form of intelligent automation. It's where you removed a human from answering or doing something that a machine could have done for it. Those companies are certainly doing that. In the physical build though, like I said, the robotics, that, that's been around for a while and that, that's going to continue as well. Uh, but some of these devices do need require, still require a human to assemble. They need, you know, they needed that touch to it. The future though, uh, I, I think that type of automation will certainly push more and more jobs out. Um, and it will create different opportunities. Mm -hmm. This one on the software side is already doing that as well. Have you fallen asleep mm -hmm. yet now? Let's do a test. Is she still awake? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's not boring. You know, this is a yeah. trending diary and a trending topic. It is unbelievable how you line these two up. I am I am just tickled. Indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. Trending diary and trending topic. And it's, with, it's going to be with Thomas. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I don't, I can't imagine, no, I can't imagine a lot better people to talk to, but I'm glad you took time to talk to me. Maybe I just said, yes, I wanted just to give you a, a middle way. This is not sponsored by anybody, but let's just make up a sponsor right now. No, go ahead, please. Yeah. yeah you 
I could you sponsor this episode, please? You're this is not sponsored by AINerd.com. <laughs> yep, that'd be the shameless way to do it, right? This is not sponsored by AINerd.com. Do not go to AINerd.com. Oh do not God. go to my personal website, AINerd.com. It's not sponsored by it. Thank you. All right, let's continue. You are, you're very much in, you are very much influenced by the robots, I must tell you. How do you know I'm a real person? I mean, that, that's the part we didn't, we didn't lock down. Yeah. Also, also coming back to our chat, uh, considering the present scenario, Thomas, what is the effect of automation and AI on climate change? Because I guess in present uh, era, as you said, the trending topic, climate change has become a very trending thing. So it's an important part to concern on. So how do you think that uh, AI and intelligent automation is going to affect? Well, that is a loaded question that I'm completely unqualified to answer, but I'll try anyway. Um, so I think, yeah. uh, I think intelligent automation will have very little to do with climate change. I, I really do. I, I think uh -huh. the behavior, I, I really think what we're doing with software and AI around process automation it will have almost it will have zero impact because um, it's still a human behavior i believe ai generally applied differently with maybe larger data and a, a bigger uh, you know probable next best action that ai can do will play a role though in how we assess the data interpret it make adjustments and um try to try to do things for climate change i mean it's hard enough to get people to agree if there is climate change at all Right now, it, it, that, that's an interesting dilemma as it is. It, not everyone agrees on the data of climate change itself. I believe AI, though, will help, help assist, create better solutions, better use of uh, technologies to lower emissions and do things that, you know, regardless if you believe AI, I'm sorry, global warming or environment issues are happening or not, um, using better data and better models will still improve uh, yeah. Outcomes. So I, I believe it'll have an impact, but intelligent automation specifically because it, it's around business process, I don't think that'll have a huge impact. I do believe, I do believe AI and um, bigger compute systems will, will do, will though have an impact and, and a benefit towards uh, those, those environmental issues. So does such thing happen that automation increase the carbon footprint of overall products or something like that? I wouldn't have the data on that. I, I would, I would suspect that it, it that it has very little to do with the lowering of carbon emissions. The only, only way I would say AI does help is if you get into the technology that designed uh, maybe lower emission mm -hmm. cars. Uh, but then there's the problem of, mm -hmm. you know, to, to power those cars with electricity, does the power source itself create more pollution itself? So I, I, I'm, like I said, completely not qualified. Happy to answer any question I have no clue about. Very good at that. Got me in a lot of trouble okay. in my life. And I continue to do it and I love it. But yeah. um, no, but I think that's where AI matters, right? Can it design better products and services and solutions? And can it design a, a better energy source? I don't know. Uh, not today. I think it will have a significant role in solving very complex problems that we'll face. Um, and yeah. today, I, I don't know if it's really making an impact at all. I, I would I would suspect it is currently not. Gotcha. Also, Thomas, can you share any case study or any? your personal story of the client where you know intelligent automation has played a great great role in terms of creating a business or generating revenue something like that yeah i mean i mean to be you know kind of a few come to mind i mean from a very small company of about two million that does network infrastructure they they've audited they've were using people to schedule pro their 
schedule their people on jobs and invoice. And, you know, just, you know, the busier they got, the worse their service got because they spent so much time, you know, this is like a kind of a mom and pop shop, right? Made about 2 million a year. And they leveraged RPA to automate that process to free up way more time for them to go do sales. And I, and I know that doesn't sound very grandiosa, but there's so many small, medium business out there that don't know that they can do this intelligent automation thing. They don't know they can leverage this technology because it's been, been presented as so easy, then they get a price tag that's so expensive. And that doesn't actually have to be the case. On the flip side, you take a $10 billion company I worked with that uh, you know automated the document processing of hundreds of thousands of invoices uh, monthly where they were using hundreds of people offshore before. And that did replace that function um, with them, but it did, it did it in a way that added way more value to the business, freed up capital for them to go invest in other things. It's all that with a major drug, co a drug company as well, uh, a pharmaceutical company, I should say, uh, that did similar things and well beyond with robotic process automation. So the, where they, they automated like, you know, complete data moves and data filings for SAP and all the reporting and month end and all the close, all that was done by people, a lot of it offshore. They leveraged RPA to, to do that and to facilitate that to uh, redo it. I've seen another one where this was a, a chatbot solution where they took uh, hundreds of thousands of tickets monthly um, to that would they, people would call in with the basics, like reset my password. What's this, you know, once my vacation days and they created this internal service desk where people could ask it a question. It would just reply with the answer and where to go, or would just go execute something for them. It reduced their call volume down 80% and a ton of cost savings when you reduce from go to chat, go from uh, phone to chat. So there, there's been, I mean, a simple Google search would give you thousands of use cases, but those are ones I've actually been a part of. Mm -hmm. Good question. <laughs> also, beyond businesses where one can use intelligent automation in our daily life or let's say the personal life, how it's going to make our personal life easy. Well, automation certainly has, right? So intelligent automation, there was a, there was a prediction like seven, eight years ago that every person would have a bot in the world to do something for them. Uh, not, mm -hmm. not quite true because uh, I don't have one and I'm in the space. Uh, if you have one, I'd like to see it, read it. But automation in general as a technology has certainly helped us. If you think of things like, I mean, what Amazon does for us or these, you know, or Alibaba or just, you know, be able to turn a light switch on or off from your phone or, or uh, you know, getting food delivered to your home. All these things are part of an automation piece of, of technology that is enabled oftentimes by intelligent automation, but also even physical things like robotics or self-driving cars or self-scheduling technologies with workflows. So it, it is making our lives easier. Um, the challenge comes down, what do we do with the time we gain back? So if we're not, I think as humans, not taking that time and being smarter, being more creative, we're really missing the opportunity of what this type of technology provides. Mm, gotcha. Uh, according to you, Thomas, what is the one miraculous thing and one dangerous thing that can happen in future because of the advancement of the new technology? I should, you know, specific niche it down to, to the intelligent automation? What is the one miraculous thing and one dangerous thing? Name it down. I think if I could get a Zoom meeting to work without it failing, that would be probably the most epic. Okay. Sorry, can you repeat it again? See, exactly, <laughs> there it was. The Zoom, I said, if I could just get a Zoom meeting to work without it failing every time or a Teams meeting, that would be the most amazing thing that AI could uh -huh. do for um, But in all seriousness, I actually believe AI will uh, 
uh, I think it'll have significant impact on how we interact with each other. And so I think it'll get mm -hmm. so good that our effort to have to interact or go find the things we want to go do or, or help us facilitate creativity. I think this will be, this is the positive direction of what it could do for us. It can make our lives so easy to be, to, it can make our lives so easy to be human that it, that, that kind of power would be fantastic. So it allows us more time to just be creative and, and, and interact and enjoy life. I think, that's the, I have to I have to give you two things. I think there's a flip side of that, that that same technology can make everyone in the world miserable through, uh, let's say, gamification of humans itself. As you saw in movies like The Social Dilemma or others where you're being nudged and you're being encouraged to buy things, do things that maybe you don't want to do. And so how it's applied in a positive versus a negative is fine line between the two. Um, but I hope it leans towards enabling humans to be human. Indeed. Also, uh, talking about you, what is AI with attitude? I love this line, AI with attitude. Well, I'm giving you a bit of attitude What's today. That's what I'm talking about. AI with attitude. <laughs> today, I'm giving you <laughs> yeah, attitude. The... Yeah, you are giving that attitude. <laughs> What's the purpose behind AI nerd? Explain. AI nerd, and I appreciate, remember, once again, this is not brought to you by AINerd.com. Do not visit our YouTube channel. <laughs> it is not sponsoring this. Anyway, um, no, AI Nerd is a, it, it's something I started as a, as a fun project to bring a community together to do interviews, podcasts, write articles, talk about technology, talk about the impacts of the technology, how to deal with some of those things. So it's not always about technology. It's a bit eclectic and authentic though. And, and I, I did it as something for me to be more creative. So I have... <laughs> I'm a terrible businessman. I have no monetization path for it and nor do I really care. It's really more about being able to meet interesting people and interview them and then put some articles out, talk about technologies I like, make fun of things, uh, laugh at myself, laugh at others. I like laughing at others too. That's a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, it's Yeah, really, you, you it's do a, that. Right? It's so easy. But <laughs> it, at the end of the day though, AI, yeah. AI with attitude is, is, is just... You know, it is that. It's just there's technology. It's impacting our lives. We should understand it. We should meet the people that are driving these changes, that are out there taking a risk, that are um, making a difference, uh, hopefully positively. And then I just like to mess with them a little bit, kind of like I'm doing here right now. That's the attitude part. Um, I hope you do enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I wish I had a, a shorter pitch, but since I'm not going to monetize it, I don't feel obligated to create a shorter pitch. Oh, oh shit! For AINerd.com. <laughs> That's not sponsored. Yeah, l l l let me do that to you. Okay, good. Try it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thomas, how long do you think it would take before uh, before machines do your job better than you? Oh, they can do them now, um, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Is it tough? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so, no, I, how long do you do my job? So that's, I think for what I do with, with this, which is, you know, building intelligent automation solutions for people and understanding how to actually implement it. it. But more importantly, how you work within an organization and deal with the change management that comes along using a digital workforce. So that, that's an important concept to understand. So 
when you use intelligent automation, you start using AI and these different technologies to automate processes that people were doing, or you may not replace those people, but you will augment them. They will have to interact with the system. That There's a lot of change that happens with an organization that's often missed or overlooked or under undervalued how important it is. So for a machine to do that for me is going to be some time. It, it's, it's, that, that does take a human interaction with a human to understand really what will happen, how you should, you know, organize how, what kind of messages you should send to your employees, how to train them, how to keep them trained, how to help them adapt to their new roles or adjust to other ones. So uh, it's going to be a while on my end. And if you're sitting there knocking out the same process every day, you may want to just go learn how to do robotic process automation. You can learn on a number of the tools for free, get certified and your chance of getting a new role when your job gets automated is really good because you'll already know the process, you'll know the technology and you'll be in a really good spot to uh, actually make more money, but also have way more value uh, for, for businesses to hire you. So if you're not doing that, you're, you're getting behind the curve very quickly. Yeah, I agree. Also, considering machines have only one disadvantage, which is they can't think. You know, they don't have emotions. So what is the probability that we would survive if AI turns against us? I can completely relate it to some, some of our Bollywood movies, you name it, Travan, Robot, something like that. So what is the probability that we would survive? You know, that's a, it's a loaded question as well that I'm probably unqualified to answer for, but I'm going to take a shot anyway. Uh, so one thing that I think is interesting, and I recently had an interview with AIglobal.org, uh, and they, they are uh, they're a non-for-profit that's looking at AI models to make sure that they are fair and trustworthy. And, and that is a very you know, subjective statement, fair. But what you want to make sure is that as AI is created, it is not recommending things that are biased or you're building inequality in these models. Cause that would be the, uh, the step. And as AI becomes more, uh, let's say self-thinking and maybe in the future, you don't want to have an already built in an equality and an unjust system. And we've seen, you know, very nascent technology or nascent applications. Of this with like Taybot that became like a misogynist and Hitler supporter in a few hours. It was a chat bot that, <laughs> that Microsoft had put out there and someone kind of figured out the algorithm and trained it pretty badly, pretty quickly. And, you know, there's been other examples of loan companies having almost identical, you know, a, a husband, wife, and they gave the husband more credit than the wife and she made more than a higher credit score. And so there was clearly, I, you know, model, the model was built with inequality in it for some reason or another. And so uh, what I like what they're doing, there's a building, they're building what's called a trust index. And I think that type of fundamental uh, effort is what's going to keep, you know, AI in check. You know, the real, real question is, will governments, as they use really more and more powerful computing, as quantum computing becomes like a regular thing, let's say, where, you know, you can model the universe on, on it, <laughs> you, uh, you have unlimited computing power in, in, in a state has access to that and they're not being regulated, they're not being somewhat checked on what they're doing with it, then you can go to, then, then it could get really, I think really bad very fast. But I, I think as long as we're putting checks and we have some transparency, which I think is most important, I think we'll be okay. But humans tend not to uh, lean themselves towards being good first, I think, unfortunately. Very long-winded answer, but once again, I wasn't qualified, so that's why it was longer. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I, I think I think we have to be cautious of it. I think that's that's my short answer. We do need to be cautious of it. We need to be doing things now that uh, make it normal to be checking AI models, make it normal to make sure they're not they don't have an inequality built into them. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Thomas, the last thing before wrapping it up, there's one thing I'm always curious to know. So what is the one trend that you really want to see more evolving in the new world, or I should say more embraced in the new era? Uh, oh, for, for intelligent automation and AI and, and that whole like, kind of spectrum of emerging technologies, I'd love to see it open up a whole bunch of new opportunities for people globally. So if you think gig economy, where you could be in uh, Nigeria or you could be in the Philippines, you could be in you know, remote parts of Antarctica, who knows? I mean, as long as you can get online and you can execute a, a, a job or a, a you know, part of a career or whatever you need to do, if this technology can enable truly a global platform so the best in class could have access to work, I think everybody wins there. So if, if someone in another country where, you know, $500 a week is just a fantastic money, right? Like that'd be like, oh my gosh, that's great. Like it's more than my parents made in last month or two. Um, and they get, they have the opportunity to work with some really good logos and companies and that AI and the technology available allows for that. And they have a better life and their community has a better life and it, and it elevates because of it. That, that would be, that's the trend I'd like to see is, is exactly that. Interesting. Oh, also, I'd like it to. to I'd like it to determine for me how to make money faster too, without me doing anything. I forgot that. So a little high five, high five, high five. Right. (laughs) Me too. I forgot that one. That you know, if I had three wishes, I forgot to put that one. The last one is 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 another another three wishes. No. I don't think you asked me about a genie. I may have. I may have put the genie in there and I don't think you asked for it specifically, but I felt like you really wanted to hear about a genie in a bottle. I don't know why. Yeah. That's, that's the most amazing fantasy I can have. Okay. Just tell me, okay. Uh, just tell me what, what would be the three wishes that you might have? Oh, do I have to go with the standard issue of world peace? Um, oh. I don't know. What would my three wishes be? I would wish selfishly, for the people in my lives to be happy and healthy for as long as possible. I do wish that. That's sweet of you. Yeah. And that could, you know, that covers kind of the maybe money and all the other things that go with that. So I don't think anything after that. I wish we as a human race can, or human humans, uh, don't destroy ourselves with technology. And Mm -hmm. thirdly, I hope to get a hole in one this year playing golf. That, That would be the last one. Oh, yeah, that would be it. I mean, that would that would involve me actually playing golf, which I never have time to do. But let's let's just let's just go with that three. Without any yeah, bad happening good. to me or my family or anybody else that I really know. Or oh yeah, last one. I got to go fourth wish. Sorry, it's it's a bonus wish. I found it on the bottom of the bottle. It, we need this COVID thing to go away. It just needs to kind of just go away. Yeah, me too. Maybe yeah. that's co- maybe that was What's covered it? under happy and healthy. Let's go with that. That was covered under. Mm. Thank you so much it was great having you on the show it was great to chat with you thank you so much hey thank you for having me and once again this was not sponsored by ai nerd.com <laughs> have a wonderful day send me private. <laughs> yeah bye-bye. cheers bye-bye
thank you thomas it was great having you on the show and you beautiful people thank you so much for listening i hope you get some value today and you have some idea concept or story to share you can dm us at the instagram page of trending diary and please leave a review on apple podcast because your thoughts matter to us i'll see you soon in the next episode till then stay tuned and god bless us all And this video is brought to you by Instarel.ai. Instarel create thoughts leader using AI powered technology. Instantly relevant content will accelerate your journey to become a recognized thought leader. And the approach combines AI technology with a perfected methodology, precisely designed to ascend you to become an industry thought leader. You have all the thoughts and ideas, just not the time. So here is the solution for you. Sign up on instrial.ai and you can also get 20% discount by mentioning trending diary.